Welcome to the Mind Your Body podcast. My name is Jenny Helms, and I'm an emotional eating coach and marriage and family therapist. I help people address the roots of their disordered eating and body image issues. I'm Lisa Perkins, owner of Primal Transformations. I'm a certified personal trainer and precision nutrition coach. I use a paleo framework to help clients transform their health, body, and life. The Mind Your Body podcast is all about empowering you to live your best life. We aim to grow a community of empowered women who are ready to transform their health and lives using a real approach that is all about getting back in touch with ourselves and not fueled by self-loathing. This journey requires a healthy dose of humor, perspective, and self-compassion. Our goal for this podcast is to help you achieve sustainable results that you get to keep. Please remember, the following podcast is not intended to be a substitute or implied to be medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare provider when making changes to your diet and lifestyle. Welcome to the show. If you're new to the Mind Your Body podcast, you can go back to episode number one and we introduce ourselves. We talk about what this podcast is all about. So go on back to that episode number one and you can learn a little bit more about that. Also, you can check us out on YouTube and see our lovely faces as we are talking to you. So you can go to our YouTube site and that's going to be at the Mind Your Body podcast podcast YouTube. Yep. Yep. We also have a Facebook page, uh, the Mind Your Body podcast Facebook page. So there you can leave us messages or feedback. So go on ahead and check that out as well. That would be awesome. Yeah. So today, what we really want to talk about is a whole foods slash paleo template. and why it matters on a practical level. So whether your goal is fat loss, trying to gain muscle, performance in the gym, if you're addressing an autoimmune condition or some kind of underlying health issue, PCOS, hormone imbalance, stuff like that, this kind of whole foods way of eating is going to really help you. So when I'm giving talks, you know, typically it's about paleo. It's interesting. I basically tell them really whatever's wrong with you, this type of eating is going to get you about 80% of the way towards fixing it. So it's kind of interesting. So we're going to talk about the nuts and bolts of what a whole foods centered diet looks like, but we kind of want to set the stage for, again, why should you care about this? You know, even if you're not in the mindset of thinking that you want to prevent cancer 20 years down the road, you know, you're like, but I just want to change my body now. Mm -hmm. We're going to, I, we kind of want to talk about how this, how you'll feel some changes immediately out of the gate. So I guess the first and most important concept is we literally are what we eat. So the foods that we take in become the building blocks of our cells, our neurotransmitters, you know, they help with detoxification. I mean, it all really matters. So just like you wouldn't put sugar in, you know, your gas tank and expect your car to run well, we can't put, you know, at least by and large, junky foods into our system and expect to have, you know, clear brain function, good consistent energy, clear skin, you know, all of these things that really matter to us that we don't always associate with the food that we're eating, right? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. We don't often make that connection. So, you know, yes. This way of eating is going to mitigate disease risk. It's going to lower inflammation. It's going to help detoxify your body. But if those things, it, you're kind of in a place where you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, that's not going to have an immediate impact on me, then we want to talk to you a little bit. We want to get a little bit of buy-in and help you understand that very quickly, you're going to have better energy. Yep. And we hear that all the time from our clients, even, you know, before the scale starts to move, any of that, they notice that their energy, where normally maybe they would have a mid-afternoon total brain slump, Mm -hmm. have to kind of crawl to the vending machine. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, my brain worked all afternoon. That was crazy. I got home from work. I had the energy to go out for a walk with my kids. Those are changes that we don't often talk about. Mm-hmm. and that have an impact on our day-to-day quality of life. So that's huge. Yep. Again, brain function, mental clarity is such a big deal. I mean, we are our brains. Absolutely. And if our brain is not working well, nothing's going to feel good in our life. So basically, the, the last concept is just huge for people, again, that are trying to um, – change their body composition is that whole foods allow us to naturally tune in to our hunger and fullness cues. Mm -hmm. It's pretty difficult. If you're eating a diet largely based around protein, vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds, that kind of thing, healthy fats, it's not that easy to overeat. Mm -hmm. So your body kind of naturally regulates its appetites when you're not centering your diet around foods that just literally override our fullness signals like chips and fast food and and that kind of thing. We'll get into the nuts and bolts of that, but we just kind of wanted to lay the groundwork out of the gate for how this can impact you very quickly. I mean, my clients see changes within a few days. Mm -hmm. So this isn't like, oh, 30, I have to wait 30 days to start feeling better. You know, you start noticing a reduction in like you know, bloating and rumbling after your meals and, you know, things just start to level out. And again, no, this isn't going to be, you know, this miracle, you know, right out of the gate, but holy cow, it, it, you'll definitely notice some differences. So, you know, just speaking to my experience, you know, I lost weight, not in a healthy way. And yes, maybe I got to a body composition that felt you know, like, okay, this is where I want to be, but I was totally at war with my body. And I was still in that place where, you know, I'm trying to white knuckle my diet and force my body into eating a super low number of calories. And I just wasn't on my own team at all. And it wasn't until I started tiptoeing into this way of eating for the very first time in my life, I started focusing on nourishing myself. It was, it was so life-changing it you know honestly felt like a little bit of like parenting myself it was really interesting it was like okay I'm gonna actually listen to what my body's telling me like what is it craving and as long as it's you know within the spectrum of healthy foods I'm gonna honor that craving Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just amazing all of the positive changes that have happened from that and we'll talk more about that you know, as time goes on, but this is what I see in my clients as well, that they are starting to really get self-awareness around the signals that their body is sending them. And it's shifting over to a whole foods template that helps facilitate this. Mm -hmm. And you're right on. I think it's huge what eating whole foods can do for those hunger and satiation signals Mm -hmm. where so many people haven't really trusted their bodies for so long. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, gaining that trust back and thinking in a way that's not, that doesn't really encourage disordered eating thinking. Absolutely. So I think it's so important that we're talking about nourishing our bodies versus um, becoming obsessive over the little things and calories in and calories out. Right. Not saying that those aren't important and we will address that in the future, but this is where we start. Mm-hmm. And I've had clients as well where they haven't realized how much this impacts their health. Um, thinking of one in particular where she had a lot of issues digestively. And I don't think people talk about that very right. much because, you know, it's kind of taboo in our society mm-hmm. to say, hey, this is something I'm struggling with. Mm-hmm. And when she started eating better mm-hmm. and she was eliminating some of the artificial sugars in her diet, she was like, oh my gosh, I'm not having these issues that I just thought were a part of being right. me. I thought mm-hmm. this was a part of life. Right. You know, so we're, we're really trying to help you guys expand and see, just experiment, see mm-hmm. how this changes different things for you. Right. I know that was, that was the case for mm-hmm. me as well. Like I didn't realize how great life could be yeah. until I started eating whole foods and eating healthier foods and not from not the non-whole foods, the packaged foods that will kind of get into the nuts and bolts of what exactly that means here mm-hmm. in just right. minutes. So yeah. yeah. But we want you to really understand that we are speaking from personal experience as well as experience working with, with clients. clients. I mean, for most of my life, I definitely was not thinking about nutrient density. I wasn't thinking about nourishing myself. I was thinking about how can I get this off my body? I will deal with health later, like mm-hmm. some magical later, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And if I have to suffer and starve and be grouchy and not sleep, that well, that's just the price you have to pay. Right. And what we're offering you is a ticket out of that, that you can, you know, absolutely nourish yourself, not feel hungry, have your have all of these side benefits and still have your body composition start evolving to where you want it to be. You know, are we saying that this is going to get you down to a size two? Of course not. We're not trying to predict where your body will land. And really, that's not the aim of this podcast. Right. You know, we're trying to help you get back on the same team with yourself and understand that if you're focusing on becoming self-aware about your body, about your own preferences, Mm -hmm. I mean, I ignored my preferences forever, right? Right. I mean, it sounds simple and it sounds kind of silly, but that matters. And when you're getting back on the same team with yourself and focusing on how can I nourish myself in a way that this food tastes delicious, mm-hmm. you will be amazed at all of the positive transformations that you experience. So, so we, we kind of wanted to set the stage for that. And mm-hmm we're going to be pretty efficient going through kind of the nuts and bolts of this today. There's so many rabbit holes that we could go down. We could go down the sugar (laughs) rabbit hole, the gluten rabbit hole, the grains, the dairy, all of this. There's, you know, so much to talk about around this, but honestly, you need to assess where you're starting. If you're already starting with a healthy diet, then, you know, maybe what we're offering today may not be new information for you. Yeah. Check out our future podcast. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah. there's, you know, lots of people speaking to this. Yes. But if you're starting from kind of a standard American diet, we're not going to get super tricky yeah. here. And we don't want to. Yeah. The goal is to start where you are, to go slowly, not overwhelm yourself, because how many times have we seen people do some kind of a, you know, paleo challenge or some 30 day thing that felt so hard mm. and so restrictive that now forevermore, they're going to associate 
you know, eating whole foods with, oh my gosh, that was, I literally changed everything. And, you know, we want you to have positive associations and to customize this as you go. So we're going to start with the basics. And if you have questions, please let us know if you have, you know, specifics or whatever that you want to know about, you know, great. We'll do that. We will nerd out. Absolutely. (laughs) We will, we will go down the rabbit holes, but for today, that's, that's not what we're doing. So um, so we're going to kind of just jump into this and let you know how we're defining like a whole foods template. Like, what does that even mean? Right. So, yeah, I know for myself, when I started this, journey, I was like, what, what the heck? When people say yeah. whole foods or they say nutrient density, what right. the heck does that mean? Right. So when we say whole foods, we mean we're talking vegetables, we're talking fruits, we're talking about the things that are on the outside of the aisles right. in the perimeter, right? Yeah. That aren't in boxes. The things that you know what they are, they have a name that is familiar, mm-hmm. unless you're like a science nerd and you know the chemicals. But right. for most people, it's those things that you can literally see and feel and touch and they're not in a box. Um, again, the vegetables, the fruits, we're talking meats that are healthfully sourced. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking um, nuts. We're talking healthy fats. And mm-hmm. we'll also kind of go into what that means because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of confusion around for sure. What's a healthy fat? Yep. Um, and we're talking, you know, easy to digest grains, such as white rice. For those who can tolerate yeah, them. Yeah, for those yep. who can tolerate Absolutely. it, right? So we're talking about things that are out of boxes, um, that are not processed. And do you want to go further with that? Do you want to take Yeah, that? I mean, I guess, you know, in terms of healthy fats, what we're talking about, again, that could be a whole podcast in and of itself. What we're talking about are fats such as olive oil, again, a good quality extra virgin olive oil, avocados, and the fat from healthy animals. So that could be butter. That could be a very high quality full fat dairy from a grass fed animal, whether that's a goat or a cow. Um, that could be the fat in, you know, the meat in and of itself. And again, we're going to talk about kind of food quality later on. We really do want, you know, as high quality fat as we can. We're talking about starchy veggies. This is not a no carb diet. So we're talking about sweet potatoes, white potatoes, plantains, turnips, beets, all of those below the ground vegetables provide really healthy carbs, especially if you're working out, if you're an active individual and you're trying to be like on a no carb diet. Yeah. These are things that are going to really support your health. So, so these, this, these are the foods that we're really talking about when we say a whole foods, you know, template. Mm-hmm. So we're crowding out things like fast food. Mm-hmm. We know what that means. Don't have to go into that. Soda, diet or regular. So we're talking mm-hmm. about artificial sweeteners yep. as well. And yep. um, we're talking about overly processed foods that, you know, you look at the ingredients list and, you know, you need like an hour to get so through it and try to yeah. pronounce everything. We're not saying that you can't have lightly processed foods, right? We're Mm -hmm. not, you know, maybe there are some plantain chips that are cooked in coconut oil. Okay, that's probably on the healthy spectrum. Like we're Mm -hmm. not being dogmatic that if it comes in a bag or something, you can't have it. But yeah, let's work towards eating foods that maybe our great grandmothers would have recognized, you know, that it wouldn't be foreign to us. So we're kind of starting to crowd out some of those processed foods. Again, we got to go back to that concept. You're starting where you are. Are we saying you have to go all in? 
throw out everything that you have and start over. You know, some people, you know, may be able to do that depending on what's going on in their life. If they decide to do that, I don't know very many people for whom that's a healthy path. It's a very, I mean, I would say it's a very small population based on my experience and even based on what I've read in some of the literature about the way that some people can do that. And Mm -hmm. some people that is just not Mm -hmm. the way that they work. I know I'm not that way. I definitely know my journey. I've had to do things slowly and it's anything that is worth doing is worth doing slowly. So take this slowly. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, you have you have time. It's it's interesting how people, it's like they took, it was so many years that they got into this yeah. position, but they give themselves like two days to get out of it, so to speak, right? right? They don't give themselves patience and time to really figure this out, right? to experiment and see what works. Um, right. They just kind of want to do it yesterday. So just give yourself some time to make small changes, whether it's literally just eliminating diet soda. That was the first thing I did. Yeah. That was really helpful. And what, one of the first things I usually recommend to my clients if that's where they're at is right. to get the soda out. So yeah. just start there. So a couple of reasons. Why would we say, you know, pick a couple of areas that are one or two areas that you want to focus on maybe for a week or 10 days until it no longer feels stressful for you. Maybe you're subbing out, you know, iced tea for Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Well, that could be huge depending on how much of that you're consuming. Maybe yeah. that's the only change you make right out of the gate. Why is that? Because if you make this extremely stressful, we know how the human brain works. Mm-hmm. That we are we just don't do well under a state of feeling restricted and feeling stressed. Mm-hmm. So we want to make this feel as empowering and calm as possible. And going back to the notion, I think that people's hackles might be raised a little bit when you say, you know, anything worth doing is worth doing slowly. Yeah. What what we're really saying there is what's worth doing is it's doing worth doing once. Mm -hmm. Like let's start building a healthier template that works for you, for your lifestyle, for your preferences, for your own body. So that once you build this template and it doesn't take that long, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's just going to depend on you. But once you build this template, you don't have to do this work over again. Mm-hmm. How many times have we started over, Jenny? I mean, I mean, countless for me. Yeah, countless well, before, times before I've gone through this, like in a slow building foundation. Exactly, way, so many times, and I've and yeah. most most of my clients they've come to me because they've yo-yo dieted for right. years and years because so, they wanted to go fast, right? And it's like, well, right? and I I think of the analogy in my mind that's kind of coming up yeah. is like. If you're building a pyramid, you want to build a really solid base, Beautiful. right? You're not going to go all the way up. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And if you have that, it's going to be so vulnerable and fragile that the next any stress, crazy, yeah, anything thing that happens, yep. which life happens, like pe- there's stressors, like people going into the hospital or this thing happening. Exactly. And I've I've heard a lot of that, right? Where the mm-hmm. first stressor that happens, it's like yep. the first thing to go is the changes that they've made, right? Unless they right. have that really strong foundation and that long term view of, Hey, I can do this. And the danger is you and I have discussed so many times, the danger there is not that, Oh, you can't, you know, get back to eating, you know, in a healthier way. The danger there is what that does to our sense of kind of self-efficacy and, you know, empowerment in our own life. I mean, I don't tell clients coming in, I'm not going to perpetuate. I'm not going to be your next failure, your Mm -hmm. next shame cycle. We are going to take the time to figure out what works for you. We're going to do this work once so that you have a template that's going to, you can work within for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. 
I'm not going to be your next failure, your next shame spiral. You know, I feel like that really impacted my sense of self for so long because I would do these really extreme, you know, get the weight off fast diets, lose the weight, but I didn't have any new habits to, you know, rely upon. It's like they they ended. Right. Right. And it's funny, the clients that I'm working with, they'll tell me that friends or family members will ask them, when are you going to be done with this? Mm-hmm. And it's such a new concept mm-hmm. in our society that what what we're working on here is nothing new. Mm-hmm. We're how, how did it become so revolutionary to eat real food? I mean, that's what I'd like to know. How is that so oddball? Yeah. You know, it's kind I mean, of funny. We, we could go that's through that. That's a rabbit a history, hole. Sorry. Right? We're yes, yes, yes. That, but... For sure. But we're basically just stating mm-hmm. that it's yes. important that you do this slowly, and that's how we want you to approach this. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more sure. about Absolutely. food quality because yep. that's also important. When we say food quality, I'm sure some of you are like, "Well, what is yeah. what is quality food? What do you mean by that? Like, does that I just, just mean more expensive? At, yeah. <laughs> do I just pick it up at, at at Dylan's? I'm trying to think of what it is locally, like a Whole Foods or something, Kroger or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, and not everything you pick up at Whole Foods Mm -hmm. is necessarily a whole food, right? So let's talk about food quality. So let's talk about meats, right? Right. So you're going to want grass-fed beef and... Grass-fed beef and lamb, pastured poultry, wild-caught seafood. It really matters. I mean, again, I think that there is really this um, ethos out there that when we're talking about these types of meats, that it's just a way to charge more. Right. For them, but honestly, the the nutrients that are in a piece of grass fed beef versus conventionally raised beef, which has been fed, you know, genetically modified soy protein and corn and grains, and you know, not to mention the quality of life for those animals. I mean, not great. The nutritional profile is absolutely different. The way it's going to react in your body is completely different. So it's I. I love this way of thinking about it. So we talked in the beginning, you are what you eat. It's not just that it's you are what you eat, ate, mm-hmm. right? What so, yes. so whatever, you know, if you're eating beef, what were those cattle eating, right? Yeah. Were they eating grass that their body shifted into omega-3s, which is going to be anti-inflammatory in your body? Or were they eating genetically modified grains and soy, that is going to be pro-inflammatory, that's going to impact your, you know, all of those things are sprayed with Roundup. Mm. That's going to impact your gut microbiome, which impacts your immune system. And again, we can kind of think, what impact can that really have? It's huge. I mean, it really is. There are so many studies out there on, you know, the impacts that this stuff has over the course of time. Of course, having one conventionally raised steak. I mean, this is not to get people feeling crazy about this stuff. Right. Right. And so I guess one thing I want to say about that is, you know, if budget is an issue for you and these foods definitely are, these types of meats are more expensive than the conventionally raised meats. If that is an issue for you. And if you're saying, well, I can't buy grass fed beef, therefore I can't shift over to a whole foods diet. No, no, no. What you can do is just buy leaner cuts of meat. That is an absolutely Mm -hmm. easy fix. That said, I, you know, I would really encourage people to look at their priorities in terms of their budget. You know, the average American spends about half of their food budget on food outside the home. And I think we aren't really aware of that. But, you know, you may honestly be in a place where you literally can't afford 
to buy this higher quality meat. So again, you're buying chicken breast, you're buying sirloin steak, you're buying the leanest ground beef that you can. And don't worry about it. You're still going to be eating so much healthier than if you were going and buying, you know, off the dollar menu at, at, you know, McDonald's or whatever. So, um, so organic eggs, again, that's a completely different thing than a conventionally raised egg. We're talking about organic fruits and vegetables. So again, if budget is a concern for you, we would urge you to, and we'll link to it, the Environmental Working Group has a list. They have the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. So the 15 fruits and vegetables that may not be as important to buy organic, that maybe it has a thick peel or something like that. And then the dozen that based on their research this year, they come out with a new list every year that it's important for you to get organic. So we'll link to that. Um, But do the best you can based on your budget and be honest looking at your priorities and how much you're actually eating out. So. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, you know, back in college, I mm-hmm. had a budget. And so it's just doing the next best thing, right? The next best thing. Sure. And not making, you know, doing these changes, the stressor, right? So stress itself is inflammatory right. and can cause a bunch of other health issues. Sure. So let's, let's do the best we can with the least amount of stress. Right. And, yeah, and we're not saying don't eat out mm-hmm. again. I mean, we definitely eat out. Yep. And if I am going to get meat, yeah, I'm going to get a leaner cut of meat. When I'm out, and I, and then I'm not going to worry about it. I am Absolutely. not. We are not dogmatic about this. So, you know, we're definitely making improvements, but without yeah. getting stressed. And we're so. yeah. And I think we share that to let you know that we're human. Absolutely, we're, we're on our own journey as yep. well, right? It's ongoing, and yeah. that we're figuring things out as it's we go. It's not that we don't have anything packaged <laughs> or require water right? here. As we're, as we're yeah, exactly. This. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, so we're. We're yeah, humans. We're sure. not completely dogmatic in that no. this is everything that you have to do a hundred percent of the time. But if you're moving towards this, mm-hmm. you are on the right path. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, we're always getting questions about macros, about calories, about food timing. You know, if you do have, again, a performance goal, a fat loss goal, how do we structure our diet? Those things matter for sure. This matters more. Food quality matters more than calories. And yes. that is a mindset shift that we really encourage you to be thinking about because that is not the conventional wisdom. Right. So next episode, we are going to be talking about, you know, again, how to kind of a starting point for structuring your diet and then mm-hmm. how to customize that based on your activity level, your goals, mm-hmm. you know, how you want to feel. Yes. So, so Really, we would absolutely love and value questions from you. If you would be willing to either email those to us and, you know, a link to our email is below and send us a message on Facebook, either a private message or post something on our Facebook page. That would be amazing. We would also so much appreciate if you got value from our podcast to leave us a rating and review in iTunes. And there's a link below that will take you directly to that. So you don't have to kind of fish around and figure and, that out. Yeah, but search for it. but that would help us, you know, share this message and get the conversation started. Because our goal for this podcast is to give you the tools to empower you to make whatever changes you want in your life in a healthy way and feel good along the way. And that is such a paradigm shift, you know, for most people. So, you know, we would love to hear from you, hear your thoughts, hear how this landed for you and, and what other questions you have. Absolutely. 
So we look forward to the next time talking more about macros, calories, and food timing. But yeah, leave us a review, leave us some feedback, and we will be back next week. Yep. Thank you. Thanks.